exercise that is what we are talking about today whether it is part of your life at the moment or if it's something that you know you should be doing and you've been struggling with we are going to be sharing about our journeys um, what we do now what we've done in the past and hopefully give some top tips to help you start making it a normal part of your life Welcome to Free and Figuring It Out, a weekly podcast hosted by two Brits, Sherelle Griffith and Verity Brown, on a mission to support, empower and reassure fellow independent millennial women that they can be self-sufficient, successful and seen. Hello and welcome back. Happy New Year to everyone out there. We are so excited about today's topic. We are going to be talking about fitness. Now, one of the things we know happens very often as part of New Year's resolutions is you might have said something pretty vague like, I want to get fitter. (laughs) Um, It's quite a common one with women, um, I suppose men as well. And the new year can often make people feel like, oh, I should, you know, I should sort my body out. And whilst we don't agree that that is a good goal to have, it's a bit too vague. And if you want to know how to set a better goal, you can listen to episode 56 and 57. We thought it would be quite useful just to have a chat around fitness, the realities of fitness when you are like a modern woman that's trying to juggle lots of different things um and also like an aging body you know we're not as young and as fit as we used to be and like how to get a good fitness routine and just yeah have a little chit chat about it so Verity did you set the goal of being fitter in 2020? (laughs) Well I set the goal of moving off my bum after sitting on it a lot over the festive period and I think that's the thing isn't it you you indulge so much and you become probably the laziest version of yourself over Christmas and New Year that it feels quite easy to then exercise because you're like you know you're going from like right down here to a bit further up and then I think it it wanes doesn't it but actually I've actually really struggled to get back into it um and before Christmas I kind of was like having a vegan diet I was drinking a bit less than I normally would and I was exercising like twice a week and then going on like a walk because I live in the countryside and I actually lost over half stone without really trying so then I think also my brain was like oh it's fine you've lost half a stone just chill for a bit which it's (laughs) awful isn't it what we say to each other so yeah I am I've, I'm moving more and what I've started to actually do is the yoga with Adrian 30 day challenge. Oh, such a good way to start the year. Yeah, yeah, it's, re- it's really nice. You've done it before, haven't you? Yeah, so I think, uh, what are we in now? I did it, I think I first did it in 2017. So for our listeners that don't know, uh, her name is Adrian, I never can say her name, Michela. Is that right? I think so. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, so Adrian. she's a Canadian um, yoga teacher that goes by the name of Yoga with Adrian. Massive, massive YouTuber. Like, she's mm. smashed the one million marks. She's got her lovely plaque on her wall, I'm sure, somewhere. Um, but basically, normally she does releases one video a week. But for January, she does a 31-day sort of challenge. And so she releases a new video every single day. And normally, if you go onto her website, you can like print off like a cute little printable. So I remember in future years, like crossing it off every single day. And they normally vary from about 20 minutes to sometimes quite long. I think that's the issue I've had before. Sometimes I do hit like 
40 minutes. Um, and so I used to try and do them every single day before work. And then one day you'd wake up and I'd be like, oh, this is a really long one. I don't have time for that. <laughs> but she's just so fun. Um, she's also like an actress. So she's just like supernatural on the camera um, and really is about yoga. Also really think about you. So like her slogan is like, what is it? Find, find your... Oh, I'm not sure. I just totally yeah, she's like got a, get... she's got a little phrase. But it feels like it feels about you. So it's not necessarily externally. So she's not telling you to like tone your arms and do this. She's always constantly being like, how does this feel? Like you can adjust this position. And like, you know, it comes from, it just feels a very like wholesome, good bit of practice. And it's great to be able to do it by yourself, but feel like you're being led by someone. So if you haven't heard the challenge, we'll put a link in the description notes, because honestly, it's something I have enjoyed doing so much. And I know like thousands and hundreds of thousands of people around the world do it so she definitely is um, a super yoga teacher mm, and her her little strap line is find what feels good find what feels good and actually that was something that I was going to talk about because um so I've like been going to the gym and I've been doing like classes so I've been doing like aquazumba and kettle size and circuit and things like that and those things don't come natural to me aquazumba does too more than the others but I'm yeah it's not like I'm like oh yay kettle size class I'm like mm, <laughs> yay kettle size class so but my body's been calling out for yoga like have I've I've really neglected yoga recently and so having this challenge and so I've I've done it for two days now and I woke up this morning and oh my gosh every bit of my body was like I could feel it like I'd oh, used yeah. muscles that have been asleep and it felt really good so I'm actually really enjoying it and I think this is something that is a really important thing is you know going back to her strap line find what feels good it's like really listening like you know what 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 do I want to do right now like what is feeling good because you're more likely to to do it aren't you and actually look forward to it and be motivated because I think when we all go back to work and we've all got everything else on that can be a real struggle like really fitting it in yeah, I think finding something that works for you is really difficult because I think a lot of people like might have been sporty as a kid. You were forced to do it when you was at school or something. And then literally, once you've left school, you could never do any exercise ever again. Like that is the mm. reality. Um, and, you know, I have a very different story. I did a dance degree. I was a cheerleader at university. So I was physical beyond belief every single day until I turned 21. And when I came to London to do my master's, I was, I was doing my master's and I had a part-time job and I worked in a bar and so I still was like I'd be on my feet and I was like running between places and I still felt like like I was doing some exercise I worked my part-time job was in a dance studio so I thought like sometimes on a Sunday when no one was around I would do a little bit of things but then now mm -hmm. then but then the last time I like did any sort of actual performing or anything was what 2012 so I did the closing ceremony for the Olympics and that's the last <gasps> yeah what? Hold, hold on hold on what yeah I was in the closing okay. ceremony for the Olympics yeah little segue let's just just tell us about that for a minute it was awesome. It was amazing. Yeah. We, London was hosting. Um, I'd been living at Stratford at the time. I was a volunteer dancer, but it was very interesting because basically everyone in my section was, had trained to some degree. Like they clearly, when they did the auditions had then still 
put people of different mm. abilities together because most people were like yeah I went to performance college I went to dance school I did this like everyone actually had some sort of dance training um and it was amazing like in the in the like main stadium we did I did a section where I built the pyramid that then all the highlights for the, sh- the whole like tournament were shown oh on. God. So literally there's a point where I was like lying on the floor and I could see like everyone in the whole stadium, like watching like this thing. And I was just thinking like, there's so many people there. I was like, no, this is not gonna, like nothing's gonna probably beat this. And so then mm. I've never performed again, retired, great job. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but apart from in your bedroom. Yeah, apart from, <laughs> and in the club, obviously in the club. Obviously. <laughs> But it has meant that I I went through a big change in my body because I was always, always doing exercise. And then I got a day job and I have a day job that takes up quite a lot of my evenings and I go to other events and we live in London. So actually you have to make a conscious effort. And that was the thing I realized was I didn't do anything for a little while. Then I thought if I want to have any degree of fitness, I've got to do something about it. And I originally started with running just because it was free and I lived close to a park at the time. And, but I'll be really honest, it was something I only did in the summer when I was thinking about trying to get my beach body back. And we have spoken <laughs> about beach bodies before. So episode 32, if you want to hear about like the joys of getting that summer body, that was my mentality for a very long time. And it only really changed for me um a few years ago when I had had an operation on my knee um I was on crutches I couldn't walk for a while I'd lost a lot of muscle mass is that the right word Mm. Um, uh, and I had to go through quite an intensive um physiotherapy and like rehab process and that's where like it really like reminded me the importance of actually looking after your body and yes there is about trying to get fit in order to look hot and Yes, I do want to look good in a bikini or a bodycon dress, but also the reality of having enough strength to actually walk and to support yourself and to all those sort of things. Um, and that's when I started going to the gym. So that's what really turned my like gym thing into a habit. And it's taken me a while. Like so, last year, I I was committed to doing two days a week, and then I think by the time I got to summer, I upped it to three days a week. But it's funny, like what you said about Christmas, then I gave myself a two week break at Christmas and it felt like (laughs) the most beautiful thing in the world. But then it's like, right, you've got to go back on it because it's so easy for those habits to disappear. And you just, and also, because I just feel like so many people don't do exercise. It's very easy for that to feel like the norm. Like, yeah, you see, so it's really interesting you saying that. So I've obviously moved from Nottingham to London to back home to Blackpool to now the Lake District. And oh my God, I don't know anyone who doesn't exercise here. Yeah. It's so, in, it's such a different mindset. And granted, a lot of it is outdoor stuff, which mm-hmm. I mean, you're in one of the most beautiful parts of the world, so you would, but it's, it's, it's been really beautiful and that it's motivated me because I'm surrounded by people who will just hike up a mountain one day or go for a swim in the lake or, you know, do a 50 mile run or whatever. And you're like, even if I'm doing like 1% of that, like I, I don't want to be the lazy weak, you know, <laughs> like just ignorant woman. It's part of this, like, I don't know. It's just, it's a really beautiful like vibration to be in um but also the pace is slower here so I know you're in London Sherelle and I know that it is a lot more full-on that what I have what I do realize though is there's so many more opportunities in London oh yeah like so 
for instance here so I'm part of a gym um and it's a beautiful gym and I'm very lucky and and it's a decent price but actually that motivates me to go just mm. not these past few weeks but you know normally and but do you know what I'd love to do and it's really weird you saying this I'd love to do dance okay. that is that is the only time I don't really dread doing exercise <laughs> and I did an eight-week room and latin course in Ooh. finsbury park when i was in london my my ex didn't want to do it with me so i went on my own and basically danced with the instructor for the full eight weeks oh. and which was amazing because he was incredible and oh my god my heart was so full after every lesson but there's nowhere around here that does that so mm. it's really interesting in the and it's not something I've tried to do it on my own. I've put like a YouTube video on and tried to practice some like cha-cha-cha steps, yeah, but it's, it's not, not really the same. the same thing. So I think it is like, yeah, like if, if there's something near to you and it's something you're really interested in, like take, make the most of it. Cause I really miss now being in London and having so much opportunity around me. Cause it's just not, not as abundant up here. Oh yeah. No, London is, we are so fortunate in terms of like all the crazy things you can try and there's always new things happening all the time um and I think you know like going to tasters like quite a lot of those things are like an eight week 12 week whatever course often people will do taster sessions for you to go and mm. see if it's something you want to do a few years ago me and two friends did like an eight week pole dancing course and it was the best thing <laughs> I'd ever done honestly the strength you need to have yeah. to pole dance is unbelievable. Like it's, it was so hard. Like all my body would be aching the next day. I'd be just in so much pain, but obviously it was hilarious to try and do the class. And that's the thing is some people are like trying to run when they really don't want to run or you're, you're trying to do yoga mm. and then you fall asleep and you're, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I'm never going to get in the pool. I'm never going to be a swimmer. So actually, if you think to yourself right now, like, oh, I'm just not really a sporty person. I'm not really a fitness person. Like, and especially I think, you know, some women, we do get a bit tainted sometimes by like our experiences of sport and PE, uh, like being younger. I mean, I hated PE. I would get like hooked in hockey and remember just being like thrown across the astroturfs. I remember being like pushed into the walls whenever we like played basketball and sports hall. Like all of my memories of sport were just like, I did not want to do it. I hated mm. doing it. It meant too many people could physically get near me and try and damage me. <laughs> the only sport I liked was tennis because I was the opposite side of a court and I could have smacked the ball back at them. Um, but if you, but that doesn't mean it's not something else. Like you said, you can try dance. You can try, there's like, you can go to the gym. You can do outdoor things. Like that's amazing. Like you're saying now you're in a community that's because you've got that outdoors. There mm. is a whole range of things. And yeah, but if you live in an urban city, it might be like like Soul Cycle. Like that's become so, it was such a big American thing. And now mm. more and more classes of all that are starting to come over to the UK, for example. So there's always something new and crazy that's getting invented. So don't miss out, basically. Give it a go. Yeah, and I think it's interesting looking at your fitness like journey it's interesting you said about hey and pe like every time there was some sort of swimming lesson or gala or whatever on i was on my period and my mum wrote a letter i hadn't even started my period for most of that time but 
I hated it so much. I was just, I, and I, it, it's really interesting, isn't it? And we speak about kind of the strength of the mind a lot, but I just had this thing that I just wasn't good at sport. I would never be good at sport. And, you know, I was a bit chubby and it wasn't natural to me. And so everything became so heavy in that area. And so I'd say throughout my 20s, like, I started to build more confidence and knowing that it was an important part of life, but nothing ever really clicked. Mm. Like I never really fell in love with anything. And I do like yoga for six months and I'd stop. Or I do spin for six months and I'd stop. And I remember thinking, I wonder if I'll ever be one of those women who it's just part of life. Like it's yeah. just, and I think it, you know, we, we've mentioned the goal setting kind of episodes that we've just released, but I think it is like setting an intention and, like not putting too much pressure on it just like having it there to you know and for and for me I think it's changed from my 20s of I want to be skinny I want to look good in <laughs> this body dress. to in my 30s like I want to be strong I want yeah. to like ensure that everything is still working perfectly in 10 years I want like be able to like you know keep it with my kids when I have them and things like that so it does change your perception of why you do fitness and I think it kind of that's a good motivator for me I don't maybe like my body image wasn't a good enough motivator for me because it didn't bother me as much as maybe I thought it did we're so opposite Whereas, <laughs> literally I'm like I have been I was laughing the other day so I use an app my fitness pal when mm. I'm trying to like lose weight so you can uh I, you can scan everything that you're like, eating and you yeah. can type it all in um and I will add in the weight so I generally don't weigh myself but um when I go to the doctors um whenever they, I get weighed officially I'll put it on I put it in so over the last three years I think I've been using that app I've got probably like 10 recordings or something and I was like I am heavier now than when I started and I was trying to lose weight when I started. I was like, well, this clearly hasn't worked, has it, Cheryl? But I realized because I haven't, I haven't had a summer holiday. And for me, the motivation of a girl's trip and a bikini <laughs> make me lose weight. It absolutely will. And it has been a very, it has been very different for the last two years where I've been focusing on, like you said, on strength, on like my cardio being like, you know, my thing I used to say was, I want to be able to like, run for the bus and not be like out of breath when you get on the bus mm. like in London it's so funny when someone like jumps on a chain and you're like you are so out of breath and you're so <laughs> trying to style it out like you're trying so hard you're dying mate you're dying and I was like I don't want <laughs> like I don't want that to be me and that was like the sort of the goals I set was like I want to be able to run five minutes in this call and do 10 minutes and like was building up in a purely sort of like cardio way and a like yeah could I um could I lift more could I like bench press stuff more and all that sort of stuff and that has meant I definitely have felt stronger but it's funny because then when I look at my body I was like oh I haven't really I don't feel much better when I look at my body it's because I realized I've just still been eating exactly what I want and been drinking what I want because actually the last year or so it has been about fitness rather than me thinking about my body so yeah it is interesting how we change yeah it is and I think um you know, in all honesty, like my, my kind of life in the past year has taken a bit of a 360 in that, you know, I've, I've met someone I've, I've now lived with them and she's a vegan chef. So I've naturally become, well, I'm doing veganary because it's not that hard for me to do it. Cause I, mm. I only, I'm, I'm bed, I would say I'm vegetarian, but like eight to 10 of the time I probably eat vegan. Um, 
but you know, I've, so my food and everything like I'm eating pretty much is just like, so like healthy. It's made from scratch, like, you know, nothing processed. And then, um, I've just been drinking less, like, you know, she's not a big drinker. So I, I've just been, I haven't bought a bottle of gin in since I moved into this flat, which is like two months, 10 weeks. Oh my gosh, we've lost Verity. We listeners, we've lost Verity. <laughs> but yeah, and like be, you know, in all honesty, like I used to have gin like on a Friday, Saturday and Sunday, I'd have a double gin. That would be like my aperitif at the start of the evening. And I haven't had it and I haven't missed it, if I'm honest. I've still had my wine and, you know, we've had a few celebration things. But you know what? It's that I, when I got on the scales, I set the intention I wanted to use, lose three kilograms between one new moon and another new moon okay. <laughs> in November to December. And I got on the scale and I'd lost nearly six. And I was like, what? Like, I honestly didn't believe it. So I got on some different scales and I had, and I was just like, isn't it interesting that I set the intention and, and then I did the work, I did the action, but I wasn't obsessed with it. And, you know, it was obviously my body just needed that. It needed a slightly healthier diet, less alcohol and more movement. And it's, it's so blooming obvious, isn't it? When we say it, it's like, but I just want to say in, in, in case there's some women out there, honestly, I haven't lost weight for years and if, and I've just lost half a stone without even thinking about it. So if there's women out there who are struggling, I'm just kind of telling that story yeah. in case you're like, okay, that's motivated me. Like, yeah. I know. And you can be like me, you go to the gym three days a week and you put on weight. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but that's why weight isn't always, cause I also know, like I build, I do know I do build muscle. You build muscle. Yeah. Muscle and that weighs more than weight. fat. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so that's why I'm not actually, I'm not crying about the weight situation. Like I know it's not the most important thing. I focus like even now where this year I actually am hopefully going to go away in the summer. So I'm like, right, you're ready to get your ass in gear. I still am like, it's about what I want to feel like in my clothes rather than what I'm look like on the scale. But yeah. the thing I would just like to bring up that you mentioned was because like now you live with someone who is vegan and you are like, you don't have that drink around you. And like you said, moving to area where lots of people are fit it is the idea of if you want to make a difference really try and align yourself with some other people that are on the same path mm. so after we had done we did an episode about drinking um which i've now totally forgotten when it was um i had a quite a few friends of mine that listened to the podcast that were like it was really interesting to hear you talk about that and i really would like to drink a bit less and, you know, I had made a conscious effort a few times when I'm going to friends on Friday night to be like, we're not going to have drinks tonight. We're like going out for dinner. So drinks have to work sometimes. And mm. it was really interesting by me saying out loud, I want to drink a bit less. It sort of gave the freedom for some of the other women in my life to be like, okay, then let's swap our normal drink activity for something else. Yeah. And I think that's the same thing with fitness. Like I originally, um, when I first started going to the gym, like I would send a photo to my friends, like we've got a little group WhatsApp. So I was like, now I've got some accountability now, like you lot know I'm going to the gym. And this is me being like, I am going, like here's me today, here's me yesterday. Today. And that sort of finding someone else who's doing the same journey as you or finding someone else that at least thinks it's normal or like a support of you will really help. Because it is hard if you are in a circle of people and all that all those people do is like eat loads of rubbish food and they drink lots and they 
never do any exercise and you're the person that's saying like because for me because I go to do in the morning for example it's me being like I'm not drinking tonight like I'll come out with you but I'm not drinking and I'm leaving at a certain time because I'm getting up early in the morning to go to the gym before work and mm. people would be like that's complete crazy because in London it's like there's party all night who cares and I was like no this is what I'm doing um, and really being clear about I'd booking when I was going to the gym at the beginning of the week so I'd literally look at my schedule and be like right these are the three days I'm going these are in and I have to make sure everything else fits around that and if that means that that night I don't drink and I get home on time that is what I do yeah yeah and just just quickly uh back in august we recorded the episode about alcohol episode 36 so um yeah we've had lots of conversations about that since haven't we from people so definitely give that a listen if that's something kind of on your agenda but accountability i mean we spoke about it in the last few episodes about goal setting like it is major and it is like i so i go to the gym with my girlfriend and she is like just a, she just loves the gym more than anything in the world so it's super easy like she'll never flake on me yeah. she'll, so you know and I don't go as much as her it's not like I'm trying to keep up with her but I know that she's there to kind of like you know I can't like let myself down or her down you know and it does make a huge huge difference but I think the the big thing really with this conversation is really find what drives you so you've heard that Sherelle's saying like her you know summer holiday body is like a really <laughs> big motivator for her whereas for me I, I think that I don't get me wrong there is an element of that and I would love to wear a bikini and feel good in it because I've never really worn a bikini my entire life and like that is something that is there for me that I would love to do that but it's not like a driving factor for mm. me but I think for me like strength you know so say I went for a three-hour walk up a steep hill like I could keep up that I could do it that I could get to the top and feel amazing rather than like I'm dying and like that for me is like my motivator that I don't want to be like left behind I want to be strong and fit and so I think it's really important to find out what motivates you like really just have a thing if you're really struggling to get back into exercise or you've never really had a regime or you just always had this massive block because you're a, a bit overweight or you you know you maybe have like an injury like Sherelle's had her knee issues like I have scoliosis so like when I do yoga I'm so inflexible because my body just won't bend well and I mm. never let it stop me from doing yoga even though I could never do <laughs> half the things that other people did and I know yeah. people looking at me but you know like if you've had something that stopped you from really embracing it it's maybe just time especially if you're in your 30s like us to have a little word with yourself and just be like right you know what what is my motivator what's important to me why why is this so hard and really try and just start like with a baby step to like move forward with your relationship with fitness I suppose yeah and I think I think as well what I would say is really, really think about your future self. I think it's becoming more and more interesting just because of the way like social is and like the things you can see online where you see women that are like 60 and are strong and are fit mm. and are lift and stuff. And, you know, I do think even when I see like celebrities and I think that are like, like I remember I saw JLo, I think when she was 44 <laughs> and she was in like these knee high boots that, were, that had a massive heel I can't remember what, like, what she was wearing but I remember just thinking you are so hot you're doing a full-on dance routine she clearly probably was miming but hey do you know what I mean but you're going like, absolutely going for this and I was like you're like so much older than me and I probably can't even do that now 
And it is yeah. that thing of like, our bodies are going to slow down. And yeah, you still, that's the thing as well. You might right now feel absolutely fine. And actually as well, what some women is that they look good. Like there are some women who naturally can still eat seven chocolate bars and be skinny as hell. The, the person in my old office who's sitting next to it, she used to eat all day long. And I was like, if you and your skinny self do not stop eating next to me all day long, I'm going to kill you. But she did dance, so I let her off. But I just was like, you, your metabolism changes. And actually, if you don't start to put in some good practices now, to make sure that you want to have a, like this, that exercise is just a general part of your life and that you are doing something to help maintain your strength. Because that's the thing is you're going to lose it. Like your metabolism is going to slow down. That's, that is going to happen. You, you know, you are going to get older and we know all the issues that come with that. And it's easier to maintain than it is to try and improve. That's the truth. Mm. The trying to grow strength as you get older is harder than if you are quite strong and then you keep that up. It's the same like if you've got, if your cardio is at a decent level, you, you can try and maintain it. It's much easier than starting back from scratch. So I think that's the thing I would really like to press to anyone that's sitting out there and is a bit like, oh, like I can worry about this in a few years' time. Is we're not saying stop running a marathon. Like, no. Like, come on, I'm not Paula Radcliffe. No. But. <laughs> I literally don't understand people that do long distance running at all but just have a little think about you know am I actually looking after my body in the way I should be and should I just be doing something and like we said try different things out so that you can have a go at finding something that works for you and something that hopefully you can maintain for years and years to come yeah and I think the future self thing is is super interesting because I do think that's a it could be a key motivator for people in that you know they want to be a fit and healthy 60 year old 65 year old 70 year old and you know um I think for some people that's enough to kind of push them to do things now but I think maybe it's nice to just finish on like the big kind of plus side like indirectly of fitness which is mental health and you know we see it time and time again but if you are struggling it it fitness can just be a real support mechanism when it comes to like helping you with your mental health and I know that it does for me you know and it, it does for so many other people mm. in the it's whether it's the, the you know hormone release the chemicals whatever you, you want to say or whether it's just the fact that it's an hour away from a screen yeah. or it's you know like anything it's you know it's so beneficial to your mental health so you know not only for the body but for the mind like fitness you know if you can start building it into your life and again start small I know we say this with everything but we, <laughs> we truly mean it because you know, what we don't want you to do is come away from this episode thinking, oh, so I need to do like seven classes a week for like two years to feel like I'm like a strong woman. No, walk around the block, yeah. walk around the block. And then the day after, walk around two blocks. And then, you know, like literally just get your ass off that couch and do something <laughs> and you will feel better. Um, but yeah, I think, I think there's lots of plus points to it. And I think trying to find accountability friends and that, that may not be, I mean, we spoke about being single and things like that on this podcast loads, and that may not be someone to go to the gym with, but like you said, Sherelle, like just messaging someone or sending them a picture in your gym gear saying, yeah. I'm going or, yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I don't have anyone that I ever go with. I do all, all of my activities for gym-wise or exercise-wise. I've always done by myself. 
Um, but I have at different points. I think once also I used a Nike Fit app, which mm. you then could challenge, you could set a challenge of like how far you're gonna run and you could do it with someone else. So I, I did that with a friend and I was living in London and she was back home in Nottingham. And oh. so yeah, so there are now, but there are so many ways actually with technology to be able to be held accountable or to be like showing what you're doing and tracking your journey that it doesn't mean that you have to have someone in your life to like you don't have to be like um verity you've got someone to actually go to gym with but just someone to know like that someone knows you've done it basically because it is good to know like i like i am a bit braggy about it that like so for the new year on the first and the second i went to the gym and i was like i do it on my stories like i share mm. all my stories that i'm going like that is part of me being like this is part of my life and i don't make a I don't hide about it. I'm not ever going to be a fitness queen, but I'm trying to just show that you can have a really busy life and you can be doing lots, but you still have to put yourself first. Yeah. Um, and because I hadn't for a long time. And so I'm really passionate now about making sure that I am doing something that is for my future. So yeah, find out, find some way and we'll put some things in the description um, to help you, whether it's different apps or, and if you use something like maybe we haven't mentioned your favorite form of exercise, if there's a type of exercise you've started doing and you've loved it, like uh, send us an e email, send us a message on Instagram so that we can share it with everyone else. Or if you've got a great other way that you've been held accountable or you've changed your life in some way or shape or form. Because I think the more we can help it and the more we make it more normal that everyone is doing a bit of exercise, then like you'll be like Verity and you sort of will help to raise the boat for everyone else that we all think, oh, we should be doing something. And it's then weird to be the person that all they do is like go to work and sit with their friends and watch TV. Like we'll all be like, no, why haven't you any exercise this week? <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. So um, yeah, get in touch. Let us know what, what you do, what we can share with other people. And uh, yeah, once you've listened to this podcast, get your bum off that sofa <laughs> and get moving it. And so, yeah, so we want to see little videos. We want to see videos of people <laughs> out there doing some fitness. Woo! <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Free and Figuring It Out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next installment. And if you want to be a superstar, please leave us a review. Or you can get in touch with us. Drop us an email at freeandfiguringitout at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time.